The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. We thought we'd be going home in hearses. Those words are still ringing in my mind, in my around my head, since Megs spoke them to me less than 20 minutes ago. We'll podcast that interview after the show. She was in Dublin for the Anne-Marie gig last night in the Three Arena. She was there with her son, who's in his 20s. The Lewis wasn't going past Smithfield. They decided they would walk. It's a fair old trek. They decided they would walk to the gig and they got caught up in the middle of it. And uh, we will podcast that interview later. She thought they'd be coming home in hearses. That, that, those words will stay with me for the rest of the day. And right into the weekend, I, I'm looking to know what you thought, watching it from a distance, like I was, like we all were last night, watching it from a distance and thinking, what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on in our capital city? What the hell is going on in the city that I, anyway, and I speak only for myself, a city that I love dearly, a city where I have many friends, a city that I was a far more frequent visitor to in, in, my, in my newsroom days, when I would be up and down every couple of weeks to the Doyle and other such events. It's a city I love. I love Dublin. And I, I looked at it last night and I thought, my God, my God, what is happening here? Siobhan, good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. I would like to say? Um, I just think it was a absolutely disgusting behaviour the way they carried on. It made no point in what they'd done. They're saying, oh, we're here to get Ireland back and so But what did they do? They destroyed Irish companies, people lost jobs, attacked Irish people, like the guards are Irish. Mm-hmm. There was three kids that got injured yesterday and a lady and they took all that off and they put on about themselves. It's absolutely disgusting and as an Irish person, I'm disgusted to call myself Irish because now they're making us look like we're thugs. And we're not. That's not what we do. If we want to be heard and to get our country to be safe, there's other ways of doing this peacefully without doing what they've done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly like, I saw pictures on PJ of, and it's mostly like, I think, like teenage boys, 17, they have their face covered and everything. That, that's what, what everyone is saying like? that we were talking to this morning. Boys... They're not men, they're boys in their late teens and maybe in their early 20s. Yeah, you know, and that's what I saw on pictures this morning as well. And it's disgusting behaviour, like, because there is a beautiful people in Dublin. And I know the whole of Dublin do not agree with that behaviour. And I have friends that are coloured as well. And they're Irish, they're born Irish. And they're crying this morning because of it. And they're scared because, like... If you're not white, you're going to get a beating. What kind of carry-on is that? If you listen to what... That's like being racist as well, like, and we're not racist. What Alison was saying to me last hour, she had a business client that she was talking to who, who happens to be a Brazilian lady. And that lady ended up locked into the toilets of McDonald's on O'Connell Street at 7 o'clock last evening, terrified for her safety. Yeah, that's that's not my country. That's not my country, Siobhan. Yeah, no, it's not definitely not because they paid you due to forget then, like, it was, a, as you said, it was a Brazilian man that kind of rescued these kids from getting any more That's damage. Right. That's right. So, like, 
Where's, well, what are you doing? You actually done this for yourselves to just go in, bust up places and rob stuff. It wasn't for these kids at all. There should have been a vigil there last night instead, praying for these children. And instead of that, there was a big rock. Yeah. And that's not acceptable. That that chap, that delivery driver who intervened and hit the stab stabber, we think the stabber anyway, with, with a shatter of his helmet, he said afterwards in an interview to somebody, he said, I think it's because they don't like immigrants. Well, well, I'm an immigrant. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? That's my point. Like, uh, an immigrant saved Irish children from getting any more damage, and that's how they behave. That really wasn't for them children, PJ, because that's not how we behave. We don't behave like that as Irish people, and we're definitely not racist. Yes, we have a problem about people coming into our country not being vetted properly and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we have, Siobhan, let, let, something that comes up here from time to time, and even said it myself, and I was talking yesterday to Lisa, who's in a terrible situation. She's a little two-year-old kid, and she's nowhere to live, and she's is four weeks out from Christmas, and she's couch surfing and she was making a point look if I come in from another country I will be housed my child will have a place to sleep what about me why can't I get the same that feeling is out there and it's widespread but that's not what this was about in my view anyway no no, definitely not no PJ that definitely wasn't like if we want that to make a point as I said to my friends if Ireland wants Ireland to be safe and have our homeless off the streets and in homes, well the whole of Ireland have to get together and let our voices peacefully be heard to the government not come along and bust up shops, burn up buses attack guards that gets us nowhere no, and terrify terrify ordinary people going to a show. Siobhan, thank you. Great call. Uh, Tom says, if the government don't look into this, it will explode. This is only the start. They need to look at our borders. I love seeing people coming in from other countries to work and to integrate, but it's gone beyond a joke now. Our government is just pleasing the EU and not thinking of the Irish people who can't find homes to live in. Says Tom. John, morning. Good morning, how are you? What did you think of that last night? Well, when I was listening to Joe Duff yesterday, the story broke. And when I had one of the eyewitnesses identify the nationality of the person, I skirted around it, right? Yeah. I said, oh, Jesus. I said something. I mean, I said to people, and people said to me, PJ, the next Ashling Murphy, please God, there won't be one, right? But if there is one with an incident like that, all bets are off. And Christ, look what unfolded in with the children in Dublin. Absolutely no, horrific. What's important to be said, John, is, and I heard the same conversation of which you speak, it was one of the families from the Stardust uh, inquiry, the Stardust inquest, which is going on across the street. And they surrounded the guy. And protected him yeah. from being from being murdered in the street. But it turns out, in the hours afterwards, he is an Irish citizen who's lived here for over twenty years. That's right. You're quite right. But you see, the the thing is, once the, it, it went out there at all that it was a person of a certain extraction from another country, people said straight away, oh, here we go again. And the Ashley Murphy thing came into people's heads, whatever. Look, I put this fair... I, what went on last night in Dublin was pure tuggery. Burning guard cars, burning buses, burning Lewis, breaking windows, attacking people at random, absolute scumbag uh, uh, carry-on. That's all it was, right? But as a man who's not as as a man who's never been afraid to pick up a placard for something you believe in, John, do you condemn yeah. what happened last night? 
Well, of course they do. That was pure toggery. Like. But what, what, I, what I can see is if the government, if Farrakhan and Martin and Ryan and the Justice Minister, which means that and, uh, she hasn't even got the confidence of the Gardaí, right? If they don't get their act together on this, you've said that that lady would on the programme there, coming up to Christmas, right, and have nowhere to go with her child, right? I hear that on a daily basis, PJ, right? What about our own? And people ha- have this mindset now that the likes of Martin and Baraka have abandoned the Irish people and they're bending over backwards to look after everybody else. And that's wrong on all fronts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that you, feeling is you, out there and it's widespread. It is, and whether you like it or not, it's there. And the danger is that that can build. And what we see last night, I mean, we could have many more nights of that. Like, and I, I certainly don't want to see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, John, thank you. Uh, hi, PJ, I'm an immigrant. Uh, in the last 20 years, I'm running a business here in Cork. I'm employing 14 people and paying taxes. I sometimes work seven days a week. I'm now really scared. I'm scared people would attack me, my kids, or my business. I'm just terrified this morning. Those are horrific words to read on my screen. Um, wow. Michael. PJ, good morning. I think you have uh, covered most aspects of, of that situation quite well. And, and, and that last email from that gentleman, whoever he was, who has come in here and set up a business, I think we should elaborate on that and say the vast majority of those people who have come into our country uh, continue to make a significant contribution. Some have gone into politics, some have opened up their own businesses, and this, this is a fact. And, and they have been welcomed and they have been supported. And it's unfortunate that, that, that uh, a fringe element... <clears throat> who would be something like what would have been called in the old days a rent-a-crowd, seem to have uh, taken up this, uh, what would you say, this, these incidents and, and utilized them for various uh, objectives which are not in line with the, line, with the thinking of the normal people of this country. Mm-hmm. And they have begun on a, let's say, on a less violent basis, uh, protests outside the, the, the library, as you well covered, and, and various. But now they are expanding and expanding. And look, we know we are a democracy, and I had that brief discussion with, with Michal Martin last Sunday there. Uh, we are a democracy, and we have, and people have the right to protest. But there are limits to which people have the right to protest. And, you know, we need to ensure that the law... Uh, it becomes very active in this regard. And people who interfere with the daily lives of anybody going about their normal business, creating mayhem and havoc, there must be sufficient uh, legal procedures to ensure that they will not be back on the streets within days. Hey, Michael, you know what will happen. Right? You know what will happen if they're lifted. And my <laughs> wife was saying this to well, me last well, night. Well, that's and why we come back to the government. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you know, we know they're busy, they're doing lots of things, well, you know, but, but they have, their first responsibility is the protection of the people of this country mm-hmm. and the children, are, and that comes back to that young lady you had on your show the other day. That lady has a right to be protected with her two-year-old daughter indeed, indeed and she, she shouldn't be forced to, so, to and, and that then gives people with these ultra-right-wing views and opinions more ammunition to voice their opinions. Now, you know, and, and at a 
allows them uh, generates some bitterness then that that is maybe held in by people but not coming to the front and then they utilize it they, they, they brainwash the youth of our country but PJ we have to have proper laws in place to protect people to protect the workers in the library from the type of behavior that they were subjected to to, to protect the normal people going about their business to protect the people sitting in a coffee shop regardless of their ethnic origin they should be free to they're, they're in this country and they're allowed in this country and they should be free to walk around without fear from this type of toggery mm-hmm. and Peter we need more efficient laws but well now here's the thing that you make that point Michael um, my, my wife and I were watching the news last night and uh, watching Helen McEntee giving interviews about this people will be rounded up and charged and all of this and she made a very strong point she said look she said they'll be rounded up they'll be arrested they'll be brought into court they'll get free legal aid on the taxpayer's dollar they'll be out on bail by the end of the day laughing at us well then, but she's the Minister for Justice, so she should put in place the appropriate laws that will not allow them to do that. Bottom line, who, who has the authority? The government. There you go, there you go. Thank you, Michael, as always. 0818 96 96 96, very busy here. Sean and Pat and Mary and Kate are all standing by. There's probably a slot there if you want to get on for yourself at 0818 96 96 Ninety Hicks, get in now, and if you're a first-time caller, I'll put you to the top of the queue. I think, Aaron, you're a first-time caller. Morning to us. Morning to you. How are things? Hiya. What do you want to say, sir? Well, my perspective of this, of this whole thing happening, um, as a young a young man, I'm 22, Like they're, they're showing a huge, huge way, the way us young people are going to turn out. That's, you're looking at 18, 19, 20-year-olds there. They're going out with bats and they're going out with weapons and all this kind of crack. Like, uh, the way I look at it is there was lives harmed and then all these people decide to go out and burn down buses and cars and... You've seen the clip of the guards. There was about 30 lads actually baiting the guards. But, yeah. like, they're coming off the point, the fact that there's people struggling for their lives and they're breaking into shops and they're breaking into McDonald's and like what's that going to fix for these people that are holding on for their life yes yes realistically it's not going to do anything so they're setting a standard now for this country and they're going to say right let's show the people what we're really like but that's not like us like we, we don't want war there's people coming into the country to get away from it but yet they're seeing it, it with their own two eyes yeah. when they're trying to get away from it you're a young person I, 22 years of age the people that you watched in your videos last night, Aaron, do they represent you in any way? Absolutely not. And I have I have family relatives in Dublin, and the clips that they've showed me last night, it's, it's a disgrace. Like, the fact that there's people so close to my age, and that's the way they're reacting. Like, as I said, if you want to prove a point, go to government about it. Don't go to the guards. The guards are doing their job the same way as the firemen are doing their job. They're trying to solve the problem. But yet these lads decide to come out and cause absolute war, thinking that that's going to help. Go to the government building. If they're going to burn out cars, do the right cars. Don't be burning out the guards' cars because they're doing we the job. We wouldn't encourage burning anybody's cars out, Aaron, but I know the point you're making. Exactly. Obviously, we'll, we don't want any of it, but what, like, why should, why should they be attacking people that are doing their job? Yeah. Because men came in and harmed a couple of people. Like. Yeah. It's like I'm thinking this morning, if, if anyone's sitting at home with their two new pairs of Nikes and their and their uh, tracksuits that they robbed. Like, what's that done for the little kid fighting for her life in Temple Street? What's that done for her? Like, 
there's a clip there a lot of lads broke into it it's like Fraser's in Mountain Point it's a big expensive shop <laughs> and they're literally grabbing the clothes and throwing them out the door but like what that they're ruining businesses Irish businesses because a man attacked five people how is that going to resolve the problem to people coming into the country when they're destroying their own local shops I, I just don't understand how how somebody had the idea to go into Dublin and cause absolute havoc over but that's the thing they're attacking their own people so how would they how would they going to resolve what they want to get yeah yeah, Aaron, great call. Uh, first time call. Do call me again. Played you a clip of this uh, earlier on. Um, this is, I, I don't know who this is, and even if I did know, I wouldn't use the name to give it the oxygen of publicity. But this is one of the voice notes that went around, or videos that went around, in the bigging up of last evening's events. We'll just make a load of little small groups. Have one, say, at O'Connell Street, have one up at Grafton Street, have one at Smithfield. They can't control us all. They can't control us all. And let's have little groups splintering off, doing what we gotta do. Seven o'clock, be in town. Everyone, bally up, towel up. Just kill them. Just fucking kill them. Let's get this on the news. Let's show the comedian that we're not a pushover. That no more foreigners are allowed into this poxy country. Enough is enough. This is it. This is the straw that broke the camel's back. Now, someone clearly knows there's more to that voice note. There is. I'd, I'd just heard enough at that stage, and it had been so much work to take the foul language out of it, because every second word had an F in it. PJ, play the full voice note where he says that when you target our women and kids, that's the lowest of the low, or something along those lines, not just clips out of it. Shame on you cutting out the bits that mention the reason for all this rioting. I'm happy to speak with you if you want to come on. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Sean, you were a doctor. You're just back from some time in Australia. Good morning. Hi, um, PJ. Yeah, so um, I'm a doctor uh, back from uh, Australia. Um, I suppose, look, I've seen, I've been to America too, but uh, I suppose I've seen a lot of Irish leaving this country. Um, some great people, nurses, uh, doctors, workers, construction, and um, unfortunately, like, we're on about immigration, people coming to this country, but Irish people, like, we've left so many people. In the 1800s, we went to America. In the 80s, we went to Australia. We're going there now. A lot of my colleagues are gone there, friends. And, like, the welcome we get in other countries is unbelievable. And then when I see, like, we have workers coming to this country working in, say, dairy farms, beef factories, um, like... The work, the work they're doing, the dirty work they're doing in Ireland that the Irish people not do. And I think it's an embarrassment in that we're giving out about um, people coming to this country, even though all us Irish have left for hundreds and millions of years, have left this country. Yeah. The only pushback against that one, Sean, and I respect every word you say, is the Irish went abroad and they worked. And if they didn't work, they didn't eat. And if they broke the law, they got turfed out. They did, but we were respected more in other countries. I think we don't we don't respect people coming to this country. Like, if yeah. you go to Australia, I agree. Yeah, you have to work straight away. But it's very hard. It's very hard to get in there. I know because my daughter is going off for a little while. She's going off in January, and the paperwork, man, is ridiculous. Mm, I, well, I wouldn't agree with that. No, like, it's a, if you go on a holiday visa, it's just you just need some bit of a degree or. A, or you need maybe a apprenticeship. So I wouldn't yeah. say it's, it's a major thing to get in, but it's the respect we get when we go to other countries is unreal. Like, you yeah. go to America, you go to Australia, 
you're respected. While I think if someone comes in this country, they're nearly grudged that straight away, which is all wrong. Ah, now, develop that point a bit. We go to where we go and we bring our talents and our skills. Others come here with their talents and their skills. They don't get the same welcome. No, they do not. Yeah. And if you go into any, um, well, I'll give an example because I'm uh, from a, d- a dairy background. If you go into any meat factory in Ireland, it's all, um, how do I say, foreigners doing all the dirty work for Irish people. Irish people won't do the jobs. Mm-hmm. On, on, on dairy farms around Ireland, um, who's milking Irish cows? It's all, multi, it's all um, foreigners milking the cows, and that's the truth about it. The Irish people, we're not actually, we're a bit, maybe a bit above ourselves that we won't do the dirty work anymore. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's a major issue and last night it was kind of sad to see all oh, such hard working people um, even there this morning when I was getting up like people collecting the bins you won't see Irish people doing that anymore hardly yeah. Yeah. yeah so I think it really needs to be addressed alright Sean thank you great point and a first time caller Sean is a young doctor back from Australia uh, thank you uh, thank you Sean um Listen, people listen to Mags earlier on. Helen says, uh, I'm, I'm crying listening to her, an innocent victim of those thugs. I'll be talking to Liam, her son, in a few minutes. Uh, Liam, who was who was with her. Pat! Pat? Hello, PJ. How are you? Pat, what would you like to say, sir? PJ, look, as I say, look, the, my first thoughts are thoughts and prayers are with them kids and their families, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You know, like I tell you, you know, I wouldn't be shocked easy, but when I heard that news yesterday from Dublin about kids being being attacked, and Jesus, you know what I mean? It, 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 like, it, 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 it's like it's 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 so so sad that like this day and age, like, and this is what we all feared. This is what we all feared in Ireland. Which look, I have nothing against people coming into the country, walking, and all the rest of the things. Like, but there's a lot of people coming here that are undocumented, you know, and. They're bringing a slip of paper with their, you know, name and address, whatever. You know, there's no back checks and all the rest of it. Like, yeah. if I have to go for a job in the morning, I, I'm glad of it. Understand? I do. I do. Indeed. And like that, I mean, like this, it's it's kind of, um, it's an open source. As I say, like, we're, we're there. We, you know, we, we need to keep control of our country. Understand? I do. And as I say, it's it's like... You're there, it's, what was I going to say? Like, I'm, I'm still in shock, I love these kids just, <laughs> so, so excuse me, a small bit. It's okay. Uh, like, and as I say, like, this, 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 this country is a powder keg at the moment, right? And it's not nice to see the way it's going. You're not the first person to say that in the last 12 hours, I may tell you. You know, it's, it's like, I, I actually, my kids this morning, right? I actually brought my kids to school this morning, and I say, 90% of parents in Ireland this morning brought their kids to school. Understand? I do. Like, I fear for my kids at the moment with, 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 with what's happening and all the rest of it, right? So, like, and as I said, the rioting last night, right, like, you don't target girls or fair like, that's, that's wrong. You don't burn out girls and all this. Like, I mean, if you have a great you take it up with the government because the book stops with them. Mm-hmm. They're the people through the EU, okay, and I blame the EU for this, right? They're, t- they're, they're fining the government for not leaving people into the country and all the rest of it. I mean, this is mm. this, this is wrong. I mean, how, they, how they old should, are your kids, Pat? My kids are. I have a little one, thirteen. I have a young lad just turned fifteen. 
and okay. I have a young lad, 20. Okay. You know? When you were letting the younger ones off at school this morning, what was going through your yeah. mind? You know, like I'm saying, every morning, we say, I'd send them out to school or whatever, say goodbye to them and all the rest of us, and this morning, I was saying, she's like... If this can happen in Dublin, it can happen in Cork as well. You know what I mean? You have these, like, I have nothing against foreigners, all right? And I, I obviously, it's great. I have a lot of foreign friends that live in this country, right? And they're great people. Mm-hmm. Understand? They walk away, they pay their taxes, you know? And well done to that young Brazilian lad yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he should get an award for that as far as I'm concerned. Indeed, he should. Okay. And, like, they're great, but. but like I, I can see we say under the under the surface there's people coming into the country. They should be like ev- everybody that crosses the border into Ireland should be vetted and properly. What would you say? Well, properly vetted anyway, and, and yeah. things like that. And uh, you know, well, well there, there is a there are people out there, and I've spoken to them in this program before, mm-hmm. and I won't name any names. There are people who believe in no borders and no vetting. There are those, and they're here in Cork. They're here in Cork. Yeah, but PJ, I tell you now, there should be everybody coming into this country, right? Everybody coming into this country should be vetted. And not not handing a slip of paper and saying, look, I'm from such and such a place and all the rest of it. I mean, they should be like on a probation there for about two years to to exactly to know who who they are and all the rest of it. Okay. Because there's actually people coming from war-torn countries now, and look, some are genuine, some aren't. But That's some right. of these have serious mental issues. Understand? That's right. And they're dumping them into this. They're dumping them into this country. Like we, like the, like I remember this Janjaweed back in Rwanda. You know the the, the genocide and all that. That's people right. call it Janjaweed. The people that don't all the damn it. I remember it. Yeah. Right? There's actually like, like going back about two years ago. I know a fellow that was up and that, and he, he was dead right. He said there's a lot of these people coming into this country. I mean. These people have cut heads off of people, and you know what yeah, I mean. Well, we don't know if any of them are here, Liam. You, you, you know what I'm saying. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. And indeed, you make a point that's been made a number of times, uh, overnight in particular, that look, we welcome anybody coming here seeking help and seeking assistance and seeking a new life. But sometimes you can't tell the difference between the guy who's here to get help and get a new life and the guy who'll go out and and hurt somebody and you can't that's the thing Liam <clears throat> um, I was talking to your your mom earlier on Mags um, you had a scary night morning it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Morning. How are you this morning? A bit shook, I'll be honest. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, it was it was terrifying. Yeah. What was that? Your, your mom told us about going past winds hotel there and and the guys coming behind you yeah that was like as people say like it was like it was like a war zone it really was like a war zone last night like i actually i don't know as you said like we, we i say we haven't had hands since i was like seven or eight but my god we didn't let go last night yeah 
it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. How close to you did the protesters come? So when we were on the side of Houston Station, you could say, where, you know, the A6 shop is on the corner. I do, yeah. Like, from that junction to the other junction, it was just protesters. And do you know what? I wouldn't even call them protesters because from the time we took to get through that, not one thing I heard mentioned about those kids from any of those people. Yeah. It was all they they were actually shouting about was probably the looting and the rioting. I didn't hear the kids mentioned once. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't even call them as well as they're thugs. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. Your mum was, was very emotional uh, with me before 10 o'clock, and she said, and they are words that will stay with me, Liam, for the rest of the day and probably for the whole weekend. She said she thought you'd be going home in hearses. And I, I, I have to, I can repeat that as well. I, 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 I thought the same. I genuinely didn't think we were going to make it, make it to the... To, Tree Arena last night. I genuinely didn't. Yeah, it's a long old walk. Oh, yeah. Like I say, what was it? We we were under. We got off at Smithfield. I say about twenty past seven, roughly, and just ten to nine, nine o'clock, we got to the Tree Arena. Yeah, it took us that long, and as well as with what was on top of all, everything that we got, we have to go through. I know. Oh my goodness! Uh-huh. And like even. I have tickets for the Katie Taylor fight tomorrow and I'm in two minds do I want to even go anymore? Yeah there's a thing there's a thing because I think people are quietly fearful they're not voicing it but I know Mm -hmm. I saw it on social overnight people are quietly fearful that this could happen again tonight or tomorrow Yeah definitely and but I have to say in the tree arena I couldn't vouch for Anne-Marie for the staff anymore because what they did last night was perfect like kids who were down and saying the standing because obviously some people didn't make it they left them go up to the sitting like it was when normally if you had standing you'd have to stay standing yeah. they left it open you could go wherever you wanted last night good, good. and like not like Anne-Marie delayed her, her concert by 20 minutes to half an hour to give people time to get there Yeah. and even after the gig where normally they'd just go straight off stage I say it was about five minutes afterwards she stayed on for just saying, look, just get home safe, listen to what the people are saying. Yeah. I know it's mad out there, but I just want you all home. And like, I, I could, like, it was brilliant, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would, you know what? This is just a thought with regard to the tickets for Katie Taylor. I would go because if you don't, Fuggery wins. That's true. Don't leave the win. That's the. That would be my view, Liam. It's yours. Mm-hmm. It's your decision to make. You know, talk to your mom about it. Talk to everyone else. But yeah. if I had tickets for that event, um, I'd go because if I don't go, Thuggery wins. And and as people say, like she is kind of one person who unites all the Irish. It might that the truth. Give him a bit of cop on as well. You never know. That the truth. All right. Listen. Look. Good luck to you, Liam. I'm glad you got okay. You got home okay last night. We've asked you to put another spoke into the conversation this morning. There's Justin, um, before the news, saying it's about time the guards are armed with something. At least a taser. At very least a taser. There are armed guards out there. Detectives, the armed response unit, etc., etc., etc. But is it time that every guard 
carried at least a taser or pepper spray to quell what was going on last night. And think about it before you answer that question. Think of the guy, the guard, who was isolated on O'Connell Bridge and surrounded by a mob and, and battered around the head. I saw him being battered around the head. And I thought he deserves a medal for what he did. He just stood there. He just stood there and, and protected himself as best he could. What option did he have? <laughs> the rioters will be getting their dole today. They'll get free legal aid if they're caught. That is the thing. They will get free legal aid if they're caught and they will walk out of the courtroom and they will laugh at us. And that is that is a big problem. Violence isn't the answer. That's all they went out to do last night was cause chaos. A simple solution for the rioters, says this message. They should all have their dole cut and be sent out to do some work for the community rather than damaging it. Pat says, don't be arming the guards. There's an armed response unit. We just need more of them. I think it would create bigger problems than arming all of the guards. (laughs) Pat says, from what I've heard, another Pat I assume, I've heard the majority of the looters and troublemakers are underage. They're all in bed today, having a fine rest. And the older guys around them and organising that riot will probably pick up their social welfare. The law needs to change. Instead of bickering in the doll, the TDs need to make sure the systems are in place to protect citizens. Hi there, I think an important factor isn't being discussed. A man knifed innocent people yesterday. Perhaps the government needs to tighten the rules for those coming into Ireland. I'm an immigrant, lived all over the world. I get why people leave their home country. But many take advantage of Ireland's welcoming policy. And we're beginning to see the cracks in it says Laura. And Laura, again, it is worth pointing out that the individual who carried out that awful attack outside the school, and we don't know what the motivation was, but nothing makes it right. He's been here 20 years or more, and he is a fully-fledged Irish citizen. So he didn't just get off a, a plane last week. Dara was listening to Mags and indeed to Liam. And Mags, I think, Mags, for me, was a stop-the-lights moment this morning. If, if you remember Stop the Lights, if you're old enough to remember Stop the Lights, if you are, if you're not, it was a Stop the Lights moment for me this morning, um, was Mags when she said, we, and Liam, her son, endorsed it later, we thought we'd be going home in hearses. Dara. PJ, good morning. Yeah, first off, I just want to send my love to Mags. Um, like you, it was a Stop the Lights moment. I was in contact with Mags last night, actually, uh, through social media. And, you know, I was satisfied that she was safe. She was on a bus coming home. But for any person like Mags, any person to have that fear within them that they may be coming home in hearses, I am sorry, in this country, in this democracy, that is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're talking about arming the Gardaí. Let me put things in perspective, PJ. I have been lucky enough over the years to have travelled quite extensively around the world. I've travelled to places like Japan, to Estonia, to America. And we as Irish people have been welcomed. What took place yesterday, if you want to put it in perspective, what happened in in Dublin, that, that terrible, terrible stabbing? That was an Irish resident. He's here for the last 20 years. He's a citizen, not just a resident. He's a citizen, yes. But we as Irish, we have been immigrants. We have traveled the world over the years. Let's not make something like this to be an act of hatred. 
Yeah. And that is what's scaring me. I'm seeing people on social media, PJ, people on my own friends list who have been supportive of what took place last night. This needs to stop. Mm-hmm. Peace has to win over. And my goodness me, for somebody like Mags and her son, went up to Anne-Marie in the three arena. They were supposed to have a great night. And then to think that they could have been coming home in hearses, that is not a democracy that I'm proud of. No. No, and the area where it happened, Dara, if you know it at all, I know, I know you know Dublin, that's a, a very Asian quarter up there. I have to tell you, they've brought a colour and a joy and a joie de vivre to Ireland, to, or to, to that part of Dublin, and some of the most incredible foods you've ever eaten up there. It's a wonderful part of Dublin, and to be destroyed by that last night is just sickening. Look, there's no justification for it, PJ. And I do know that area of Dublin. It's a beautiful, beautiful part of the country. And look, people that come into our country, by and large, they're here to get involved in society. They get involved in our communities. They bring colour. They bring culture. And and that's what Ireland, Irish people have been bringing right around the world for generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the old question that's asked, what on earth, what on earth does a pair of runners in a tracksuit do that you robbed out of Essex after some other thug broke the window for you, that you robbed out of that shop? What does that do for the little girl in Temple Street? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Or, or for the people who were trapped in, in Arnott's, the, the, the workers who were trapped inside there last night. Um, but you're right, for for that young five-year-old in Temple Street, or for the carer who's also fighting for their life in the matter. Um, but for all the children and all the mothers and all the fathers out there, it's doing nothing for them. Yeah. Yeah. And on a night like tonight, when we should all be celebrating, you know, the, the beginning, the former beginning of Christmas, we'll say, with the toy show. This is what the conversation should be about today. Unfortunately, it's about something a lot more sinister. Indeed. And it's sad. It's very sad. It's very sad. Dara, thank you. 0818969696. I even saw a suggestion last night that the toy show should be postponed as a mark of respect to the kids injured in that stabbing. That would be a victory for Thuggery. And we have never want them to win. Frank, how are you, sir? Morning, PJ. How are things? How do you feel about what we saw last night, mate? Oh, I suppose I shouldn't say I told you so, but... We well, were go talk- on. Tell me why you told me so. Well, we, we, we were talking the day after the, the Leinster house mob. Yeah. And I was saying it was only a matter of time, and... I'd be very lucky that somebody wasn't killed last night. No, obviously, I'm not talking about the incident earlier. I mean, Jordan, that thing last night. If an unfortunate, if that Brazilian delivery driver was in the wrong place last night, he was dead. Yeah. And that voice note you played, I totally understand why you played it. I personally just wouldn't give him any oxygen, but... Yeah. You could nearly guarantee, PJ. That's I, pl- I played it, Frank, for in I case people, why. to give a sense of the kind of organisation of that was behind that well, thuggery. There, there is, but you could be damn sure that particular gobshite was probably sitting behind his keyboard while all this was going on. He wasn't out there. Yeah. You know, I mean, PJ, it, come, it, it is coming back to um, 
Facebook, Twitter, Twitter especially. Um, I mean, surely they'll have to do something with regulating and watching them. I mean, the guards can't read every tweet, can't look at every Facebook page. Yeah, they do, they do as much as they can. But I mean, that last night had absolutely nothing to do with what happened earlier in the day. I mean, within, I think it started, as you said, when Joe Duffy was on. And within 20 minutes, it was all over Facebook that, as they call him, a fake UG had stabbed some innocent young girls. I mean, okay, a fake UG, we didn't even know what what a refugee was 20 years ago. And and, and bear in mind, the man is 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 an Irish And he's 20 20 years here. Um, I think there's probably something a lot deeper there, obviously. There is. We don't know what it was, Frank. And and, and you know what? We will will get that explanation when we're entitled to have it, which is not now. But what what I found galling then this morning, you had... Helen McEntee and Drew Harris on Morning Ireland, both of them saying that there was less than 200 involved in the, I wouldn't even call it a protest, it was scumbags, but less than 200, I think there was quite a lot more, I'd be quite from looking, like at the, to me. looking at the pictures. I mean, as you said about that isolated guard, my God, if he, even if he had a taser or pepper spray or something. Yeah. What has he? A little nightstick or something. That's right, yeah. If he's lucky. And if he took it out, he was dead. If he took it out, he was dead. He w- and they wouldn't care. And as you mentioned, a lot of them were probably underage. There's 32 of them appearing in Dublin courts today, PJ. 32 of them will be back in the street by tea time, I'd imagine. That's the point. That, that's the key <laughs> point, Frank, and that's the point. And, they, and freely glade on my dollars and yours. Oh, yeah. And Helen McAtee said this morning, if convicted... They are looking at ten to twelve years. They are in me arse. Yeah. They're look. They're looking at a very good solicitors saying, "Should God love him, he had a bad upbringing." And I mean, that Footlocker place. I guarantee you, if you looked in there today, there wasn't one pair of work boots taken. <laughs> you know, that's someone else said last night too that the Easons was left alone because they don't do too much reading. That's right. There's one online this morning that they. have the Eastern sign is, was covering the Essex sign the, or the JD Sports sign that's why they didn't break in there you know we can, we can laugh but we shouldn't we, be. It's we, we shouldn't be laughing but on, you know on the day it's not just the damage that was done look at the millions Dublin City Centre is going to lose today for Black Friday would you, w- would you go in there do you know what, Frank? I'm going up next weekend. Um, we have a family trip booked to, to Belfast and we're going, up, we're going up on the train and we'll be going through Dublin uh, from one train to another. And That's right, the, Connolly, the, yeah. the quicker and through it, the better. And I, mean, and I say that as someone who loves Dublin. No, I, I know. You said to, to Liam, and I mean, that, that was, you're right, that that was a, a jaw-dropping moment a while ago. But with Liam, and he's saying that he was worried tomorrow night, and you were saying, like, don't let the togs win. Second I don't know, PJ, I mean, what would True, you be saying? It? What would you be saying on Monday if... If he, if he didn't come back, Frank, I know, I know, I know, you know I know. I, I just, just, just on a lighter note, after wa- after watching all that fighting last night, he wants to go up and watch two grown women beat the shit out of each other. Thank you, thank you, Frank, good man, thank you, thank you. There's a whole. Uh, I oh god, I hope Casey Taylor does the business last night. I'm a big fan. I met her once. I met her once. She's a she's a dote. I really do hope that uh, that she wins tomorrow night. But, but by the way, Kate, we're forgetting where all this started and people are in hospital after an unexplained savage attack outside a flipping school 
and we need to think about those people. Oh, oh yeah. What, what I want to know is, at the very beginning, it was actually ordinary people who subdued that man. There were no guards around. They arrived after. But, I mean, they weren't around, and that's a very, very busy area. It is. And no guards. When I go abroad, and I go to any city, there are police, and they, they are armed to the hilt. And you can see them everywhere. And I never feel nervous. Yes. And right. we need to do something, even just give them tasers. But they need to be visible. And I think we'd have a huge amount of employment with guards, and they'd be paying their taxes. And do you know what I mean? Everybody would, would gain. We need to be safe on the streets, and also the taxman will get all the money then from the people who are earning it. Yeah. So we need a huge guard force. Huge. We it's, just don't have enough law. It's true what you say, though, Kate, in terms of seeing guards around the place. Like, yeah. Last there Friday. There was none. No, there wasn't any. There wasn't and any. They, because it was actually a lady who was going to the Stardust thing, and an American visitor who, went to, who surrounded that man. That's right. So uh, the question is, where were the guards in a very busy area of Dublin and none to be seen? Yeah. It's it's so close to the main street of the capital city and and there was no guard just out on the beat. On the beat. That's all we need. And with the taser, he could have been tasered in two minutes. True. Would you you believe every... And Justin made the point before 11, Kate, every guard should at least have a taser. Oh, every guard should have taser, but we don't. We need to have loads of guards. We don't. We need to sort of uh, recruit loads of them. Like there's one coming to Cork. What's he going to do? Is he going into the office or something? Yeah, there's one. One guard. One out of the next class, and and how many will retire? Oh yeah, you see that's the problem. They're retiring, and there's we need hundreds recruited to take over. Okay, but well, I listen. I just want to say I'm thinking about the people in hospital. You know, oh. absolutely, absolutely. Oh, it's listen, I'm wishing you a happy and a safe and a healthy Christmas to everyone. Well, I've no doubt we'll talk before the holidays. But yes, okay. Thank you very much. Tonight is kind of and would would have been the official start of. It's still the official start of Christmas. Let them not take that from us. Tonight is the official start of Christmas with the toy show. I'll miss the toy show tonight because I'll be. I'll be at the Cork Business Awards, but 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 um, tonight would be the official start of Christmas. Let them not take it from us, eh? We need a new set of laws. Protesting is fine, but not rioting, says says Kevin. Violence is not the answer, but all that these thugs want to do is cause chaos. From what I've read and heard, the majority of the looters and troublemakers were underage. They're all in bed today, having a fine rest. Mary said there should actually have been a candlelit vigil for those children and their carer last night. Those involved have no respect for others or for themselves. The man involved in the incident would have been dead, except for the lady from the Stardust Inquiry and her friends. She's been looking for justice for her sister for years, but still clearly believes in doing the right thing. She said on the news last night, we are not... Savages, we don't do this. I wonder if she still believes it this morning. Great point, Mary. Thank you, Johnny. What happened last night was shocking. No one can say there were protesters to get illegal immigrants out of Ireland, but the government are to blame for selling out the Irish people to suit Europe. The biggest problem is the corrupt politicians who've committed treason by taking away our neutrality and homing non European citizens and not looking after their own people. How many Irish families are homeless this Christmas? How little are the Gardaí and Defence Forces paid? 
How long do businesses in Middleton, Glenmire and every other town have to wait to get funding after the floods? You have a lot to say in that message. Johnny, thank you. We reap what we sow. It's time to just call it out. This was organised by Tow Rags. If it was 1933, would we be saying, give me your reasons for voting for Hitler? Courts 96 FM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.